I am Tennessee, a Native American who has always felt a deep connection to the forest. As a child, I spent many hours exploring the woods, listening to the songs of the birds and feeling the gentle breeze on my face. I knew every inch of the forest, or so I thought until one night when I had an encounter that changed everything. I was out in the woods, hunting for deer, when I heard a strange noise. It was a low, guttural growl that made the hairs on the back of my neck stand up. I knew that sound, but it was impossible. It was the growl of a bipedal brown Bigfoot, a creature that I had only heard of in legends. As I stood there, frozen with fear, the creature appeared before me. It was massive, towering over me at nearly eight feet tall. Its eyes glowed in the darkness and I could see its powerful muscles rippling beneath its fur. I felt like I was facing an otherworldly creature. The creature bared its teeth, growling menacingly. I tried to back away slowly, but it took a step forward, blocking my path. I knew that if it wanted to, it could easily overpower me. I was powerless, stuck in place with nair to go. Suddenly, the creature turned and ran off into the forest. I stood there, trembling and trying to catch my breath, wondering what had just happened. I had encountered a bipedal brown Bigfoot and lived to tell the tale. Over the next few days, I couldn't shake the feeling that I was being watched. I heard strange noises and saw shadows moving in the trees. I knew that the creature was still out there, somewhere in the forest, and I was never sure when it would make its presence known again. From that day on, I never went into the woods alone and always kept my senses sharp, knowing that I might encounter the creature again. I had experienced something that most people only hear about in legends, and it had changed me forever. This has been something that I've always thought about, ever since the day it happened. I only recently learned about skinwalkers, and maybe this doesn't exactly tick all of the boxes for a skinwalker, but here goes. I was eleven. My family and our friends got together to go camping at Lake Truman, as we did every year. The other kids and I always stayed up late, and on this particular night we were out even later, as there was a full moon which lit up the empty campgrounds. We had been playing hide-and-seek. I ran into a large clearing of grass and was looking for somewhere to hide when I heard running on the grass towards me. I was instantly filled with absolute terror and seconds later heard a growl. A large black dog, or something similarly shaped, was suddenly visible about thirty feet away. It stopped to look at me for one second before it came running at me. I don't think I have ever been so scared. I couldn't even shriek. I just froze. Maybe a yard in front of me and I couldn't place exactly when or see the change in shape or anything. It was my childhood friend, Mason. He continued the dog's path towards me, got right in my face, which was seriously abnormal for him, and just looked me in the eye in a really threatening way before just continuing past. I didn't even look back at him. I was terrified. I ran straight to the campers to find Mason sat talking to our moms. I spat out that he scared me and demanded to know why he'd have done that. I was in tears. All of the adults insisted that he had been there the whole time, and logically, there was simply no way he could have made it back before me. It's something that's stuck with me that I just can't explain away. I wanted to explain an encounter with something. I'm not quite sure what it was. 
I had gotten into an argument with my mom about the hat man that was leaning over me while I slept on the couch, something my sister informed me of the following day. A lot of weird stuff happened at that house, but that wasn't the encounter. No, it was after the argument. I was walking out of the house down the road, which we were surrounded by woods and a small swamp was behind our place. I was walking down the road, which was side to side a wooded area. Not many people came down where we were. So, I was listening to music while on my walk, and I felt like something was watching me. I lived in Alabama, so it was weird. Nobody came in our woods. Not ever. I looked over, and there I saw it. It was hunched over and huge. It had pale features and was so skinny I could see its ribcage. The thing that took me off was its mask-like face. It didn't wear a mask, but its face had mask-like features. The only reason why I say its face wasn't wearing a mask was because I could see its mouth perfectly. It had dark eyes. I thought it had eye bags, but maybe because I was trying to reassure myself. I heard a branch crunch under its... hands. I like to assure myself they were at least. It reminded me of a human butt. All wrong. Please, someone tell me they've got some explanation because I can't. I grew up in southern Georgia in the woods and swamps hunting and hanging daily. Fast forward 20 years. I'm on my lease hunting property near Whitmire, South Carolina. I found it strange that the old guys in the club would never ever hunt alone in these woods. I normally carry a 30 6 rifle while in the woods. One evening it was getting late, 20 minutes or so, maybe before dark. I'm watching some small ponds sitting over a road in the tall pines. I'm in my climber, maybe ten feet or so up in the tree. I loved the woods, but hate heights. The woods are loud, but then very quiet. Okay, I thought I was just hoping for a big buck. The next thing I hear is someone walking towards me in the small pines, but then they just stop. It's getting really dark. I start hearing deep groans where the walking had stopped. I'm thinking that it was a bear or a cat, which would be very uncommon in this area. A big cat maybe. But bears this far south is not normal. It gets very quiet again. I could see the small road well in the moonlight. The next thing I hear, the groans are immediately under me, almost beside me. Now, the groans are becoming growls. Also, the odor was a bit overwhelming, just like a dead animal in the woods. I thought that a stinky animal was climbing on my tree and felt like I was going to be grabbed. I started moving a bit, trying to get my gun pointed down and lifting my feet. I was shaking because I was freaking scared. I could hear heavy breaths. I started yelling down, If you're a club member trespassing, I don't care. Just identify yourself or I'm gonna freaking start shooting. I thought someone was trying to get at me in the tree stand. I never heard another sound, and the foul odor was gone. I put my gun on my back and started slowly climbing down the tree. No more than two or three steps down the tree, I smelled that awful odor again. Then... I heard a low groan. It was right in front of my face, but it was so dark that I saw nothing. It scared me so bad I stood up and jumped into the dark in the other direction. When I hit the ground, I rolled around, jumped to my feet, and ran down to the road. I ran as hard as I could to the gravel road where I could see well in the moonlight. At this time, I remembered that my buddy was down at the bottom of the road in the small pines where I put him in a big box stand. I didn't see his light so I had to run down that road to get to the bottom by the rivers. He was down by the rivers. 
When I ran up to him, he said, Man, there's some weird-ass tea going down. We need to go. We slowly walked together back up toward the gravel road. I heard someone walking on both sides of us all the way. I think my buddy was hearing it too. We didn't speak during the entire walk, maybe five to six hundred yards, for some reason. I didn't feel my gun was going to help. I had hollered earlier, threatening to shoot, and whoever this was, they weren't scared. When we got to the gravel road, the entire atmosphere had changed. It was almost eleven o'clock at night by then. My buddy didn't talk much. We went back to camp and had some food. We went to bed. I could hear him rolling around all night, and I didn't sleep a wink. It was back sometime in 2019, late in the year. One of my friends, whose name is Ted, saw something in the middle of the night. Tired and feeling fatigued, he woke up, rolling out of his bed to head to the bathroom and then the kitchen for a late-night snack. Whilst indulging in his snack, he began walking around his living room until he made his way to the back of the house window. It was on the second floor by the kitchen, to which, whilst staring outside at whatever, a sudden figure in his backyard caught his attention. The yard is huge, and nothing really in it aside from two trees, one of which has since rotted and fallen down. He noticed a bit past the since-rotted tree was a figure with glowing reds, large snout and standing at an approximate seven to eight feet tall from seeing the creature reared up on its legs and judging its size by how tall it appeared to be next to the tree. It also had jet black fur, as well as a muscular physique similar to Arnold back in the 80s, a long snout with very large perked ears, similar to a German shepherd or wolf, and what looked to be antlers, or maybe that was just part of its long ears. He doesn't really know because it was very dark, the creature took a sniff and looked directly at him. As his eyes met the gaze of the creature's eyes, he noticed that the eyes were a shade of blood red, the same color mentioned before. He couldn't believe what he was seeing, but also mentioned he'd seen so many weird things and such that he wasn't really phased by it in the slightest. He knew what he was looking at was the real deal and saw its breath in the cold night air. As the creature grunted and bared its teeth, it also started growling at him. The growl wasn't that of any normal animal, but a deep, primal, guttural growl, nothing like he's ever heard before. The creature then took one last gaze at him and ran off, jumping the fence. He shortly afterwards returned to his room, laying in his bed, wondering what did he really see. He found it hard to fall back to sleep, but late unluckily did. He still wonders to this day if the creature will ever return, or if he will ever see it again. This encounter was not far away from where I live, but is absolutely horrifying to think about, because we live in the suburbs. To this day, he still does not know what he really saw, and it can only be left up to whomever's imagination. I wanted to share something I experienced in 2018, which, after reading some of the descriptions here, made me think posting would be a good idea. Maybe someone can comment on whether this fits the profile or not. This happened in Urbana, Illinois during spring 2018, around 8 p.m. I was driving an SUV through a residential area, 30 miles per hour, with moderate street lighting. I was coming back home from grocery shopping and turned a corner into the usual street. After driving one block, I saw something similar to a large, white-silver dog figure suddenly run towards the right front wheel of my vehicle. 
I gauged its size to be substantially larger than that of a German shepherd, with an unusually bright hide. I braked quickly in fear of having run over it. Within seconds, I got off the car and performed a quick check. No signs of any injured animal, no nearby rustling into an unkempt garden next to where it all happened, no animal crossing the road. This took less than five seconds. Then I paused and saw the same figure two blocks away from where I was, looking at me intensely for about thirty seconds. I looked back to the tire in my vehicle an instant, and it was suddenly gone when I checked again. All happened in less than a minute. After this, I drove around several blocks without signs of any dog or similar animal nearby for about ten minutes. Estimating the distance and time between events, I am certain that it is not feasible for a dog, much less such a large one, to run that quickly that distance, particularly without seeing it under street lighting. Every year, my friends and I go on a week-long canoe trip in Algonquin Park, usually to drink and fish. This past summer, we had decided to stay on Tom Thompson Lake, if you know it, for our main site, which ended up being on an island in the middle of the lake. There were six of us in total, with one group of four in a large tent, one guy in a solo tent, and myself in a hammock between them. One night, we had been huddled around the fire at about 1 a.m., when we noticed a flare in the sky over what we assumed was an adjacent lake. We didn't think much of it until an awful scream came across the lake about 20 minutes later. I was the only one left sober at this time, and there wasn't much we could do, so we assumed it was the problem bear in the area we'd been warned of at the Outfitters. The strange part came after everyone had gone to bed. At 4 a.m., the other five guys went to their tents and passed out, while I lay in my hammock listening to them fall asleep. For reference, the group of four were about 30 feet to my right, and the other guy about 100 feet to my left on the far shore. As I watched the stars and tried to will myself to sleep, I noticed everything had gone incredibly silent. Suddenly feeling creeped out, I slowed my breathing and stayed as still as I could, thinking about the possible bear and how I was a neatly wrapped meat sack hanging there. Then I heard a voice call out about 20 feet to my left by the remains of our fire. It was the voice of my friend Seamus, who was one of the guys passed out in the large tent. Four hellos, with each one sounding more emotionless. Hello? 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 All said within maybe six seconds. Although I immediately recognized his voice, every instinct I had was on alert, telling me not to respond. I stayed as quiet as a corpse for the next five minutes, listening for any movement, until I felt the tension leave the air. It disturbed me... a lot to know how normally you can hear every movement in the sight, and yet I heard absolutely nothing. The next morning, everyone told me they'd heard nothing, but we agreed to move sights early, since we'd all gotten an eerie vibe from that night. This was our sixth trip to Algonquin, and we've never had any creepy experiences before. I hope that what I heard that night was a camper, with an identical voice to my friend, who had come to see if the site was free, or Seamus had somehow stealthily sleptwalk out of his tent, but neither seems possible, I 100% would have heard them moving. Anyways, I can only hope nothing happens on future trips, but it will be hard to forget the fear of this event. This year, I've been riding in a car with some friends around midnight in a very rural area in Central Europe. It was a narrow street with a cornfield to our left and a forest to our right. When we passed a sharp turn in the street, 
we noticed that there was a pale white animal that ran into the cornfield. Unfortunately, we were only able to catch the legs and a bit of the animal's torso because of the turn. It was looking strong, had white fur, and was pretty tall. From what I can remember, it looked like it must have another set of legs in the front part of its body because of the creature's posture. I unfortunately don't remember if it had a tail or not. Needless to say, we were all wondering what kind of animal that was. It was something we've never seen before. My first guess would be a deer with albinism because they're really common here. But I do think that that creature must have been bigger than a deer would be, and it did not look familiar to me at all. So I've been wondering if there's any cryptid that fits this description. I wanted to look at the moon and stars without turning on the lights in my house and the outside lights. I have a lot of floodlights surrounding my house, just for the purpose of keeping unwanted entities away, and to feel safe because I also live alone. I was enjoying the light of the moon and twinkling stars in the stillness of the night, was standing on the threshold of the house, and heard loud flapping. I stood thinking, what the heck was making all that noise? I just so happened to look up towards the sound, and this large humanoid creature was flying overhead about twenty-five or thirty feet above me. The span of each wing was as long as his body, which I estimated about six to seven feet. The total wingspan was close to fifteen feet. It flew over my sister's mobile home. The family always goes to bed early. It was flying north towards Shiprock, New Mexico. I was wondering if this was the same flying creature people see around NAPI, Navajo Agricultural Products Industry. I got so scared and started locking doors and turning on all the lights inside and outside. I spent a sleepless night hoping it wouldn't come back. Two or three weeks ago, the dogs were madly barking toward the canyon and the arroyo that runs close by. My son-in-law went to check and saw a big black being standing about. I'd say sixty to seventy yards away. He was walking towards it to get a better look, but he said it disappeared. So far, I've not seen it again. We had been up on Hooper's bald trail head with the intent of stargazing. However, it was unusually warm this year end of October 2019. Thick fog rolled in around 9 p.m., and we eventually gave up around 11 p.m., sat and talked to an older couple who had pulled off to spend the night due to the fog, and we eventually left at maybe 1 a.m. from the Hooper, bald overlook parking area. We made our way back down slowly until the scenic overlook at Chute Cove, and by the time we got there at maybe 1.32 a.m., the fog and most of the clouds had subsided. There's a little parking lot at this overlook that holds maybe seven cars, and a field the size of a soccer pitch separating you from the tree line with some picnic tables dotted around. We pulled up, got out the car cutting it off and its lights, and set up our tripods, cameras and lenses to take some photos of the stars and try and catch some of the Milky Way if possible on long exposure. We were about 15-20 photos in, each exposure being about 30 seconds or so, in this time, no cars passed, no owls hooted, no foxes screamed bloody murder. Only the faint sounds of some bugs and the occasional bat fluttering about. Later on, it was eventually deathly quiet. No sounds, not bugs chirping, nor bats fluttering around, not even leaves rustling in the wind. It was eerie, to say the least. I got to feeling a little uneasy. I can't pinpoint why but I was getting a fluttery feeling in my chest. 
We kept taking pictures for a few minutes longer, but as time went on we could hear some things going on in the woods, namely what I could best describe as either stones being tossed or shuffling in the tree line. I ignored this for maybe five minutes or so, and to me it sounded like it was at our ten and our two relative to where we were. There was also an occasional wood on wood sound, but not like that of branches falling. It was repetitive and slow and only one hit, unlike a branch that would hit a lot on its way down. After what sounded like a branch snapping to our nine or ten o'clock, my fiancé just said, Did you hear that? I said quietly. Yes. Was that the first one you heard? And they responded back, No, we need to leave. We had both been scanning at the tree line, but unable to see any direct movement. It spooked us both so bad we packed up the cameras and walked backwards to the car, never turning our backs to the direction of the sounds. We opened the doors, tossed our crap in the back seat, got in, and locked the doors basically as soon as we reached the car. We sat in it for about two, three minutes after cranking it up and turning on the lights, but never saw anything. I am a fairly avid hiker and primitive or semi-primitive camper and run across deer, bear, and even maybe the occasional wild dog or coyote, but nothing has ever just given me the willies before. It was uncanny and unnerving. My fiancé said it was like they just had the primal urge to run, like we were being hunted or stalked. I have the same feeling like something was there or a small group of somethings and they were closing in. By the time we got in the car, I felt like we were prey. We never saw anything, no animal, no creature, no glint of eyes in the tree line. I would like to think we did not get scared of nothing, but who knows late at night where we can't see or hear well what tricks our mind plays. I chatted with them before posting this to make sure I recalled it the same way. We had not spoken of it since that trip, but we both have the same impression of the encounter. We both feel like there was at least two things starting to flank us, and that we were prey in my words, or hunted in theirs. I am not really sure if there are any local lore or creatures of the wood in this area from native tales that would fit this. I am insanely skeptical on all matters of cryptids, but this was just bizarre. Bear don't really do much in groups. Wild canines like wolves and coyotes don't usually flank humans, and I doubt any normal group animal would cross an open field without any cover. I grew up in the very rural Upper Peninsula of Michigan, and there were plenty of people living off the grid up there. The winters are brutal, and any error could equal freezing to death. There was a kid in my middle school who came from one of these off-the-grid families, and he could barely read, let alone speak much, and always showed up dressed in muddy head-to-toe camo. One day the teacher caught him pissing on someone else's desk, and when asked why he did it, he simply said he wanted to leave his scent. Another time, a girl showed up with a severed deer head in a garbage bag because she wanted to show off her hunt. It was late in the fall. I was bored and decided to go fishing. I was 15 years old at the time. I grabbed my rod and my tackle box and started down the trail to a small pond. It was about two o'clock in the afternoon and a quarter mile down the trail it came across one footprint, only one. I thought it was odd that someone this time of year would be walking barefoot. I put my boot in the middle of the foot front and it was bigger than my boot. At that time, my shoe size was ten and a half inches. I continued down the trail to the pond. Just before I reached the pond, 
The bushes got thick on both sides of the trail. It opened to a clearing alongside the pond. After walking through the bushes to the clearing to my right was a deer, a small doe about 125 pounds. It was no more than six feet away. It looked at me and I looked at it. Strangely, it wasn't scary to me. It just kept staring in the direction I was headed, looking in that direction, and then looking back at me, and then looking back in that direction. I looked to see what it was looking at, but there was nothing. She looked at me and turned to the thick bushes behind her and slowly walked into them, then took off quickly like a shot. I walked around the pond over an old tunnel to a beachy area on the other side to fish. I made about two casts with a spinner when a large rock hit the water above the path that I took to the pond. There was an old trolley trail that went over the tunnel. The hill was covered in trees, and you could barely see the old trail. I thought it was just some kids messing around, so I yelled, I'm trying to fish. That's when all hell broke loose. Several large rocks all started to hit the water at the same time, and this kept going for several seconds, and I mean absurdly large rocks, about 15 to 20 pounds each. When one hit the beach about ten feet away from where I was standing, I turned and grabbed my tackle box and ran. I didn't even reel the pole in all the way. I just ran a quarter of a mile as quickly as I could, found the main road, and walked home. Two weeks before I had been walking home from a friend's house and used the same area as a shortcut to go through, I was on the lower path when I could hear two deep voices. It sounded like two men talking and was coming from the upper path. This was around ten. 30 at night, and I could not make out the language or what they were saying, but both voices were very deep. I got a feeling of dread like I was trespassing and felt very threatened. I was too scared to look. I just stared three feet in front of me on the trail until I got to a large opening in the trail. It led to an open field that was about 20 acres of land that my backyard butted up against. That's when the feeling and the voices stopped. Then I ran out of there as fast as I could running straight for home. Two years later, I was walking down the road through the woods that cut through the backside of that property. It was a warm July night, and about nine o'clock at night, I heard large tree limbs snap and hit the ground alongside a stream that led to the pond. There was a slight breeze blowing that night. I told myself it must have been the wind. But then, in the same spot, a twenty-foot tree started to shake and hit the ground. This tree was alive, fully grown with green leaves. I backed up the road 100 yards so I couldn't see the area anymore. In a moment of horror, I turned and ran like hell until I got home. I've never been back to that area or a pond ever again. My husband was hunting alone in eastern Oregon many years ago. He is an excellent hunter, only kills what we can eat and follows the rules. Even as a hunter, he loves the forests and animals and would never kill Wompling. He came upon a man who had two baby cubs of the year on a big rock and was getting ready to shoot them off the rock. Their mother was dead nearby. He tried to stop the guy even though it was possible the cubs might not survive on their own. He asked the guy why he shot the mother bear. It wasn't bear season. No reason? The guy started staring hard at him and asked if my husband wanted to take the cubs' place, at which point my husband backed up and got the hell out of there. Later that night, several odd things happened at his campsite, and he felt someone was in the trees watching him. He got his rifle, his dog, and equipment, and again got the hell out of there. Not a real scary experience, but he got goosebumps for years remembering it. Only time he was really scared in the woods. 
I live in the lower parts of Michigan in a small township. Around my town, there are little trails you can follow that can lead into deep forest or to act as a quick route to the other part of town. A couple of days ago, I was on the trail to go into the deeper part of the woods. The sun had already set, and I was using my flashlight for lighting while on my bike. I had this sitting area, a tree that's branch resembled a swing. I was putting my bike closer to the tree when I made eye contact, or at least I think it was its eyes. With a creature, I didn't see much of its body, but I saw the face. It had a skull with thickish antlers. I probably stayed in my position for like five minutes until the thing screeched. I bolted it with my bike and returned home. I say possible Wendigo encounter because I'm not sure exactly if it was even an Wendigo. Can someone explain what I made eye contact with? I recently moved to a decent-sized plot of land in northeast Kentucky. I went out to check on the chickens with my dog, Luna. I noticed the chicken coop needs some repairs after the recent heavy winds. Heard some noises in the woods, but didn't think anything of it. Called out Luna, and we went inside. Came back out with my tools, and as I'm fixing to starting driving screws in, I hear my own voice yell out Luna from up in the woods. I'm familiar with skinwalkers, wendigos, and the sort. But in northeast Kentucky, 